strong arms and you've got coordination that's just built for striking power. Why, you don't realize what you can do. You've got hidden resources. That's right. Why, when you arouse, you've got the strength of seven men, the courage of a lion, the snarling ferocity of a wounded tiger. Yeah. Now, why are you worried about Zelenka's? I'm afraid I'll kill him. <laughs> Nurse. Hey, nurse. Here I am, Mrs. Lincoln. I was in the kitchen. Hey, could you move this pillow a little? I'm in terrible pain. Oh, of course. I'll fluff it up for you. Oh, thanks. There, now. That ought to be better. Uh, thanks, nurse. Thanks. Oh, you know, I didn't realize a man could get so badly hurt in a wrestling match. Why, you got both your arms broken, a fractured leg, and three cracked ribs. Yeah. Is wrestling always that dangerous? No, no, it never would have happened if I hadn't missed the rehearsal. (laughs) But I... Oh, say, will you get the door, nurse? Yes? Is Mr. Zelinkas in? Yes, he is. That's too bad. Well, you've, you've come at a rather an awkward time, I... Just hope you won't upset him. I endorse that feeling 100%, and I hope it's vice versa with him. <laughs> you see, he wrestled a man last night and broke his arms, fractured his leg, and cracked some of his ribs. Uh, I can take the census anytime. Goodbye. <laughs> well, maybe by the time you come back, Mrs. Alinkas will have recovered. Yes, I hope so, too, and... Wait a minute. You mean Mr. Zelinkas is the one that got busted up last night? Yes, it was awful. Well, uh... Where is he now? He's in bed. Can he move at all? Oh, no. He's absolutely helpless. (laughs) (laughs) What's the matter with you? Stand aside, lady. Rochester Van Jones is about to make a collection. Rochester, do you mean you actually collected the $100 from Zelinkas? Sure. All in a day's work. That was nothing. This is amazing. Was he mad when you asked him for the money? Yeah, he felt terrible. He was all broken up. (laughs) I can't believe it. It's true. When I left, he had a broken arm, a fractured leg, and a couple of cracked ribs. Little but mighty, eh? (laughs) Now, about my $10 commission. Hey, it's worth it. Here you are. Thanks. I've got to run along now, Mr. Finch. My girl is waiting for me to crush her in my arms. Oh, by the way, there's one more collection I'd like to have you make. This one here from Mrs. Jackson. It's right on your way. You'll be able to pick up a couple of more bucks. Good, good. Then I'll be able to take Susie in a taxi. Yes, sir, this is my lucky day. I just have to make this last collection and I'm off to Susie. How do you do? I'd like to see Mrs. Jackson. I'm Miss Jackson. Won't you come in? Yes, thank you. My, it's so nice to see a friendly face. Won't you sit down? Thank you. I'm always so happy when I have a visitor, especially when it's a fine young man like you. <laughs> I'll fix some tea for you. I haven't got any cookies, but I'll put a piece of toast on the stove. while that be? Oh, just fine. I'd better get this over before I lose my nerve. Uh, Mrs. Jackson, I'm from the Friendly Finance Company. Please don't call me Miss Jackson. 
Just call me mother. Uh, uh, do you know you're three months overdue on your payments? Mother? <laughs> three months overdue. Yes, I'm afraid I do, son. But I haven't got a penny in the house. If you can't make the payments, I'll have to take your stove back. Mother? <laughs> really, I will. First, have your tea. I hope you don't want it too strong. After I use the tea bag a few times, it loses a little flavor. <laughs> I know I'm going to hate myself for this, but... I have to do my duty. Here's your tea, son. Thank you. And here's your toast. Thanks. Uh, Mrs. Jackson, that stove is awfully important to you, isn't it? Uh, you have to cook on it. Well, most of the time, I just use it to keep the room warm. But I haven't any money, so I guess you'll just have uh, to... No, no, I don't, Mrs. Jackson. I've made up my mind. I'm not going to take that stove away from you. But if you don't, you'll lose your job. You better take it right now. No, no, I can't. But you got to. Yeah. Oh, I'll help you care. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Just a minute now. I happen to have $10 in my pocket, and that'll pay you up to date. Oh, son, I can't let you do that. You probably need the money. Oh, me? I'm loaded. Here's your receipt. Thank you, son. Thank oh, that's you. all right. Goodbye. Mother. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm not going out with Susie tonight. The only thing I don't understand is how can a guy feel so miserable and so wonderful at the same time? things didn't turn out too bad for Rochester and Susie. In fact, right now, they're at the Melody Club. This sure is a nice place, and the food is good, too. Are you enjoying yourself, Susie? No, oh, I sure am. And I think it was very broad-minded of you, too, to invite Franklin to come along with us. Broad-minded nothing. Somebody's got to pay the check. <laughs> I wonder if Rochester was so smart after all. Sure, Franklin paid the check, but that only made him a bigger man in Susie's eyes. What's Rochester going to do now? Listen in tomorrow to The Private Life of Rochester Van Jones, starring Eddie Anderson. Brought to you at the same time every night by the Columbia Broadcasting System. The Private Life of Rochester Van Jones is written by John L. Green. This production is supervised by Sam Perrin. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.